Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. You know her from her one-woman show, Once Upon a Kidney. More recently, she's been performing trumpet shows for her cats. Always a pleasure, and it has been way too long since I have been able to give a warm welcome to comedian Amy Wittry. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be back. Good to see you gentlemen in person. Absolutely. Yes. It's, and I, I will say only, you know, because it is it is an audio only show. Well, I mean, we all know that, and especially the listeners. So we don't have a visual to go off of. But in the tradition that we established when we started recording shows live and in person again, uh, you have decided to put off the cheesecake until the end. Yes, so, I look forward to eating it on I'd, the way home. I think you will enjoy. Yeah, yeah thank you. it looks delicious. They're they're pretty tasty. Time and sold me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I think because the the recipe I I've been using, they get three cheesecakes, three mini cheesecakes out of one batch. Oh. So a lot of times. Like, especially because for for a good period of time there, it was everyone's first time back. And, you know, I already put on my COVID-30 that I'm, I'm trying <laughs> to take off. So I don't always partake okay. when, when giving cheesecakes to the guests. So I think Timon uh, has eaten more of the cheesecakes that I have made than anybody. He's a team player, He though. is. Uh, well, you know, and, and hey. Thank God I work out four times a week. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, looking good. Timon's in ship shape. You know, I, and I don't, I I don't want to, like, bust my arm, pat myself on my back, but uh, th- it's a pretty good team to play for if you're getting those cheesecakes. <laughs> uh, they look good. They look like farmer's market quality good. I'm just saying. Yeah. I, you know, again, not, not busting my arm, pat myself mm-hmm. on the back, but, you know, I don't, uh, I, I cook a lot more than I bake. Okay. But in in both fields, I've got my specialties okay. that, you know, you keep going to. And for a long time, it was the uh, the ginger snap pecan pie, which still seasonal, you know, Thanksgiving through mid-January, be pumping those out like a mofo. Okay. But uh, yeah, decided to uh, try the cheesecakes. Uh, it, I think it was, uh, had to be like late April, early May, but it was after Passover and I had uh, a bunch of macaroons okay. <laughs> left over and said, well, oh, hey, you could you could press these into a pie tin and make a crust. Well, what will we put in? Cheesecake. So oh. uh, I've been doing like mini cheesecake pies and uh, oh. yeah. Yeah, so, very resourceful. Thank you. It's, you know, yeah. it's all about... Uh, Earth first. Yep. We, yeah, the three R's, really? yeah. uh, reduce, reuse, recycle. <laughs> and I guess I'm sort of reducing and recycling the recipe and recycling uh, the containers, the, the containers. Yeah. Yep. Because, you know, you got to, once they bake, you got to cool them down in the fridge and got to put them in something. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, uh, the takeout containers well that, from takeout and from uh, working mm-hmm. on set. Well done. It's good stuff. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well, you, you heard us talking about his cheesecake consumption, and it is always a pleasure to have him with us. He is a comedian, a scholar, and the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people. Good to have Amy back with us. Hey, Aww, you know. Thanks, Time. Really good. Yeah, we haven't seen her, and they got to catch up, you know, yeah. talk about what's going on with her, and 
you know, and hey, that, it takes a while. Yeah, but so it's good to good to have you back. Good oh, to have see everybody back. And, it is indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's. When I it, first saw Dave, I had to give. We, we didn't even shake it. We had to hug. We hadn't seen each other. Yeah. You know, we made it. You know, and you you. I guess when you start seeing people on a regular basis, like I've been working with guys uh, 20 or 30 years, they're like family, and yeah. two of them are retiring. And I was sitting there, and the guy was saying, yeah, man, well, and I had to go say my goodbyes. And I was getting a little weepy. I was sitting there going, man, I, I, man, this guy used to you know, run convicts together for well over 20 years, and side by side, you know, and had each other's back, and now he's retiring. So it was, uh, it was good. It was tough. So this is the same way we haven't seen people. In yeah, a while. yeah. And, and also the the knowledge good. that we had both been vaccinated. <laughs> That's always <laughs> like a good thing. Made, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. But we were we were talking a bit about all that before the show, and I think I've mentioned this on the show before. But uh, when LA announced that as of April first, anyone over fifty would be eligible for the vaccine. March 31st, 10 to midnight, I felt like I was buying concert tickets. I'm like on the website, you know, (laughs) I thought I was going to have to just keep refreshing until, you know, and so even at 10 to midnight next day, like bunch of openings. So booked myself for, for the Johnson Johnson because, you know, I know the way my life works. And if I had gone for a two shot vaccine, I knew I would be booked solid the week my second vaccine was supposed to happen. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Let's just do the Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. And with me, I just took my badge down once I fly. Dude, you with probation? Yeah, dude, come on, move. Yeah, <laughs> marked me right on down. Nice, yeah. Yeah. nice. Because that's one time with law enforcement. I have to work with law enforcement. It gets you in. And it's one of the reasons that I'm bringing this up is, and we were talking about this before the show as well, we are, we are all sensible adults here, mm-hmm. loath as I may be to admit that sometimes mm-hmm. about myself. You guys, I'll totally give you cred. But we we got vaccinated as soon as we were able to. And amazingly, even here in L.A., there are still a lot of ignorant people who for and, and I do give exception to people who have legitimate health reasons. And that means you have some sort of immunodeficiency. You have other health issues. None of this, I, I'm gluten-free. Like, no, you're just trying to lose weight by not eating bread. You do not have celiac disease. It's different, you know. And so when I say a legitimate medical reason, if you have a legitimate medical reason for not getting the vaccine, no, 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 no. like gay gazette, you got to take care of yourself. But there are so many idiots out there who are making shit up or I don't want to do it. I was talking to one cat this week uh, at work. I was working on a show and older dude, probably around 60 ish who his, his spiel was, well, it hasn't been approved by the FDA. I mean, as soon as you know, they give it approval and I'm like, yeah, as soon as they give it approval, you're going to bust your ass and do 10 times the work to find yourself a, a forged fake vaccine card. And you're not actually going to do it. I, I can already tell. Well, I'm, I'm, I was going to say, I take methotrexate, which is an immune suppressant drug. So I immediately went out and got the shot because my immune system is being suppressed. So I need something that I got the flu shot. I had a friend of mine say, man, you're not going to take that flu shot. Oh, yes. Says, yeah, I am going to take that flu shot, man. Well, I, I don't take it. Well, that's on you. Don't take it. You're not going to, you don't pay my rent. 
Yeah. And don't, I'm going... Don't take it if you don't want, but stay the fuck away from me. Right. I said, the ignorance... I mean, you guys are pontificating and you're talking about all the stuff you do, you know, and you stand on your soapboxes and everything. And all they ask is to stop something that is a virus, something that can kill you from 26 feet away. And if you don't get someone or they can go to you and then you can take it to two other people. They say this variant now, if it's taken, it can hit six people mm-hmm. from one person well and that's that's the thing is and i was trying to explain it to this guy it's like we wouldn't have these variants if people did their shit and and actually like got vaccinated wore masks took care of themselves and looked out for the people around them yeah. but they don't do that and that is why the virus has had the opportunity to, to, to move on mutate keep, and turn mutating. into something else they actually tracked I, I think just one so far, but one case of the Lambda variant yeah. here in L.A. this week. Yeah. And, you know, the, these fucking armchair physicians. Well, you know, I, I, I read online that it's less dangerous. It's, it's like, you know what? You're sitting here bitching about how uncomfortable a mask is. Try getting a tube put down your throat. That is Have you seen that is that? really fucking uncomfortable. Why? Well, like years ago, I had surgery uh-huh. and I had a fucking tube put down my throat. I was I was unconscious when they put it in, and when they took well, I was conscious when they took it out. But let me tell you something. I I did that like once. Yeah. Have you had I, pneumonia? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a smoker. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, I, I, I get, get bronchial pneumonia pretty much every year. I had I had pneumonia. I was at work. I didn't know I had pneumonia at work, but I couldn't catch my breath. Oh my! And I I was <laughs> yeah. So I had to. I jumped oh, in my car. Me. I drove to emergency, and he said, "Mr. Ship, you have pneumonia." I said, "Really?" And he says, "Yeah, you have." And you had had scar tissue. Oh. So it's this interstitial lung disease. They were saying that you had to, and so they said, uh, "We're going to give you some medication." And then all of a sudden, I end up getting an immune, uh, an autoimmune, which is the reason why I take the methotrexate, an autoimmune disease, and which was eventually said to be uh, polymyositis, which attacks the muscle. I was shrinking. Yes, my muscles were shrinking, and which is the reason why I'm a health nut today and the reason why I work out like I do, because I've been trying to rebuild muscle. And, but when it attacked my body and you can't breathe, take that variant. And put that in your lungs right now. And that's like 20 times of what I was going through of you trying to suck wind. Mm. And you can't get it. And you're, uh, you, ever had, you ever had dysphyxia? You ever had this? Dysphyxia Mm-mm. is when your throat. Like my throat's closing up right now with you okay, guys talking you. about it. <laughs> right. But so I, I got I've a piece of apple. Life. I got a piece of apple caught in my throat. And you want to see someone struggle to try and get that thing cut my wind off. And I'm over a trash can. <laughs> trying to get this piece of apple down Dang. yeah you know and that's what it was going because what happens your body uh in autoimmune it's inflammation yeah kind of like a heart attack inflammation so, the thing that will kill us all right you and know? so yeah my body was your your muscle enzymes are supposed Too to be around inflammation to like 200 to 90 it's what they're supposed to be by 200 and from 90 up to about 200 mine was 4,000. whoa Dang. yeah so my body was completely inflamed I was, you know, and I and they had to tie. We have to reduce the inflammation, and then rebuild the muscle, 
and so that's why you have to take the the um methotrex, um, the methotrex, what the, the steroids they give you. They give you plaquenil. Uh-huh. They give you uh, prednisone. You see a lot of people with uh-huh. lupus taking prednisone and all that stuff. Yeah, I saw that crap. I did my. I had to go do my research, and I read up on all of it. I'm down to just five pills of methotrexate. I don't take any other things anymore. But you have to learn how to eat. You know, you learn to eat an anti-inflammatory diet, and you change everything. And I say that to, to just if you just look at what pneumonia and this virus does. I saw what happened to me with pneumonia. You said you've had bronchial pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Let's if we ramp that up to twenty times. You, my sister, had to go home with oxygen, and it just scared the shit out of me because mm-hmm. I said, you know, she's in her fifties, she's got three kids, she's married, and you know, she's a little heavy, you know, and. What she is, ain't what, heavy. Yeah, she's my She's your sister. <laughs> yeah. So she ended up getting, uh, um, to the point she ended up getting diabetes out of catching COVID, oh. as well as high blood pressure. Shoot. So yeah. it's amazing what it'll do. It's, it's you know, it's, it's, it's value added, really. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, you for her to, to, and when I had to pick that phone up and call her, and this is how I knew she was okay. Because I said to her, I said, Tiffany, how are you? I said, good. She said, I, they said, I can go home in, in, in a few days. I'll be all right. I said, really? She said, oh, and by the way, uh, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you for giving my number out to Pip. You know I didn't want that bitch to have my number. She said, I said, you're okay. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, tears running out my face. It's like, it's the right. little things, you yeah. know. That's why I knew she was all right, and she came up out of it. I'm like, oh god, you're great. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was I was talking to my sister this week, and you know, we're we're not twins, you know, so we don't have that twin psychic thing. But on opposite ends of the country, we are still engaging in a lot of parallel thinking because, independent of each other, we have both sort of come up with ideas regarding like not forced masking, but my idea was I want to create a a comic book vigilante hero called the sealer. Mm -hmm. And uh, when he, when, you know, you're, you're walking down the street unmasked or you, you get on a bus or on an elevator with no mask. That's when the sealer strikes and the sealer comes in and just seals up all your face holes so oh, no virus can get out. And, and she sent me some, like a note she had written to herself six months ago. That was basically about, I wish I had a way to, to like seal up the faces of the people who won't wear masks. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, you know, I give a lot of credit to uh, watching a lot of MSNBC and seeing repeated flex seal commercials. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah, the guy who like yep. shoots a cannon through the bottom of an aluminum <laughs> rowboat and then, hey, flex seal. There you go. That'll do it. And it's like, God, like, cause I got a can of it under the counter, the spray stuff. And so many times I just, I wish I had it with me on the bus or, you know, downtown where you just, yeah, spray someone in the face, seals up the face holes. And, face holes. And yeah, like that's the that's the other thing. <laughs> My sister face was like, holes. well, what about like if like something like this? I'm like, yeah, but then we wouldn't be able to use the word face holes. Yeah, face holes. And to, to refer to, you know, the orify oh uh, as face holes is that the plural i think it's uh, orifices yeah it's it? you know like I like, like uh you know my old buddy jock always said orifice i don't even have a desk um <laughs> 
and and uh, you you probably know already, but uh, Jocko's old buddy uh, that I was referring to, well, that would be me. I am Dr. David Robinson. Dun, dun, dun. I, I know. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Am I actually getting to my own introduction within the first half hour of the show? <laughs> Weird, but that's who I am. And uh, I am your Vin Scully for The Impending Apocalypse. And as you have already probably noticed, we do have a lot to talk about this week. But first, a brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of community spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's community spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's unmitigated spread variants, now available in Delta and soon in Lambda. Check your stores, check your neighbors, check everywhere you go, because it's probably already there. Good times. Good times indeed. It is the 33rd Saturday of the new year. And being the 14th of August, that also means it's National Bowling Day, National Garage Sale Day, National Creamsicle Day, and National VJ Day, which is apparently about Japan and not Martha Quinn, Nina Blackwood, (laughs) Alan Hunter, Mark Goodman, and of course, the double J, J.J. Jackson, or triple J, I guess. Yeah, no, victory over Japan. Uh, It it was uh, today in uh, 1945 that Japan said... um, Okay, you guys win. We're we're done. Thank you, thank you for the uh, nuclear bombs. Um, really sorry you had to deliver them that way, but there you go. So uh, yeah, this whole war thing, we're out of it. Thank you. So VJ Day, but uh, National Bowling Day. You know, we were we were talking a bit before about going to concerts, doing things, and even though at this point. We we know it it is an aerosol transfer on the COVID. Uh, I am I am still. I mean, not like I was going bowling all the time before. It was COVID. always a risk. Yeah, it was always a but risk. Now, the shoes, the balls. See, the shoes are fine because they spray those. The, the, the balls. balls <laughs> the balls have been touched by everyone. It was already a risk pre-COVID. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's not so much the touching as the stick in your fingers, like, it, all it, the way in. Yeah. And, for, and then what, are you going to go grab a fry? Exactly. A that's that's what I was going to say. Sorry, disgusting. One of the weirdest things about bowling is, and I mean, any sport that allows you to drink and eat <laughs> yeah. during play, fuck yeah. Sign me up. I am, exactly. I am all about that. Exactly. But. Considering yeah. bowling, like finger foods, really? It's, no, it's like no. 
yeah. it's a whole different level. Yeah. And, and, you know, you can't do the lighter balls because you figure kids who are sticking their fingers so in, in their aforementioned face holes uh <laughs> like no i no i don't i don't want any of that yeah no. i mean not not a Bowling's straight up germaphobe first but thing i go back to yeah <laughs> i'm i'm really not in a rush no. it's it's like uh if i'm gonna drink crappy beer in loud establishments with strangers that's what concerts are for there you go yeah and uh yeah i'm i'm you know got a few of those on the horizon, and uh, so far, so good. We, we were talking before, I've been to uh, one show inside a small club, which was okay. People were kind of spread out. That's, you know, the indie rock scene in L.A. It's If, if you're not already a big name, you know, crowds are going to be relatively light, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, and then went to a big outdoor uh, amphitheater show and didn't go to our seats. We stayed uh, in the back you know, as socially distanced as we could be, uh, because Orange County. So yep, really don't do need it. to get that close to those folks because a lot of deniers down yeah. there. I went to the Mint once for a show, and I've been to the Bowl, Hollywood Bowl a couple times so far, and I have Bowl tickets for the end of the month too. So oh, right on. The outdoor feels a lot better. Yeah. When I did the Mint show, or when I went to the Mint show, uh, masks weren't required, but I still wore it. You know, it was like one of my favorite singers from New Orleans. She happened to be coming through, oh, right so on. it was worth it to go. But the only people in the in the crowd that were wearing masks were um, upwards of forty plus. So I was like, "That's <laughs> fine." Or the grown folks in the room tonight, well, no problem. <laughs> was this was this before Delta? Uh, yeah, really it was, started well, taking prominence yeah, because it was July, mid for, July. For a while, so. like the youngs thought, oh, well, we're safe. The youngs. <laughs> and, and then it turned out, no, no, yeah, you're not. Yeah. No, you're you're just a few years older than the, the Petri dish you were when you were going to school. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> but I did miss live music. I oh, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah live music. And was it? It was it was hugs, live music and eggplant for me. Yeah. yeah really? I would say. Yeah. I mean, I, like and the I emoji. ask only because. Of, oh, yeah, oh, gotcha. Because I was going to say, yeah, yeah like <laughs> it, in pandemic cooking, yeah. uh, I started getting into some eggplant <laughs> did, recipes. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, it disappoints so, as a vegetable to me. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. So there you <laughs> There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did we go overtime in Ted? It's sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about the eggplant? Yeah. Oh no no, no I'm good. I eat eggplant. Okay, cool. <laughs> Got it. The actual, not the emoji. You eat the vegetable. Yeah. 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 What, what other plant were you saying? Well, no 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 no. Like, because when <laughs> when you get uh, eggplant emoji, yeah. uh, that that doesn't mean eggplant. That's yeah. uh, you know, it's like. Well, why not I, well, I just guess, put the real thing up there? Well, there because there isn't a dick the, yeah, emoji. Yeah, there's no dick emoji. Well, I'm sure that somebody's going to make one. They got to. Well, yeah, but it's not like widely. You're not going to like go into uh, you know the the no. Google Play Store. Well, maybe the Google Play Store, but uh, Apple, the app app store. There, yeah, there they, isn't they one tend to currently. shut that shit down. It's a family friendly uh, app destination. But when they do, I hope they do provide the option to choose the color, like they do with the other. You yeah, know, face emojis and stuff. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, that you know that just I I just see that opening like a whole new door <laughs> of of uh, conversation. Well, not conversations. conversations. I was I was gonna say uh, defamation suits. You know, it's like oh, like, well, yeah, also that would be part of the. Uh, 
to complain of the cancel culture guys. I mean, everybody, you got, there's two well, things. How come, that, how come the mouillon, the, the eggplant is, is large and purple, whereas the Asian cucumbers, see, now, well, we're getting into then, to biology and stereotypes, and, and well, I'm not saying, you know, there's... The woke there's, would say that, too. Well, yeah. Are well, you woke? Well, I, I don't know. I'm wokeness. just, I'm logical, and I'm polite. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, on the whole woke thing and, and politically incorrect and all that, a lot of people seem to have mistaken uh, politically incorrect for tactless. <laughs> right. And it's like, you can be politically incorrect and still be tactful and, and respectful right. well, one of the, one in, of the, in your speech. One you of know? the comics, he's, he's a young dude, and he always goes up and he, he like, there was an Asian kid that went up and he said, well, Asians do that. And he mm. said, wait a minute. And I looked at him and said, what, I can't say that? I said, no, jackass, you can't. I said, because if you slip, I said, you, I, you slip and call me the N-word, and I said, one of these chairs is coming to hit you in your head. I said, I, said, I understand. Well, I was just joking. It's like, but see, that's what I'm talking about. You guys want to play this game, and this is a game that you can't play, and you're pissed because you can't play it. Look, play it with your friends, but you just can't be out and open. Understand the consequences playing this game you're mad now uh, because i feel women... like groucho Marx, like a duck should have just come down right he said the secret way ladies and gentlemen five hundred dollars to mr ship for saying consequences right. consequences is the secret word you, and... you get mad because women won't allow you to just grope them and touch them and the... dude it... well she's wearing that outfit at the end let her wear the outfit okay yeah. she paid for it all right What's wrong with that? You can't control. And, well, and your if you can't innovation. control yourself, you're going to pay for it, right? And so, you know, well, you know, I mean, you know, they they're coming down on Como, man, and Como, and, and Como's an idiot. Mm -hmm. Okay, we've all been there. We've all been in these points where should I or shouldn't I? I don't care if you see it. I don't care what you see. There's nothing on her that says yes. Touch this. Didn't well, say that. And. You know, one of one of the things that Cuomo said was, "Yeah, well, the line the line has moved," mm. and it, it's like, "Yeah, dude." Mm. I mean, again, you got to use your brain. Like when I when I was a kid, and my family was in the, in the food business, and so we we would go to a lot of restaurants, uh, you know, because client visits, what have you. And my grandfather, you know, and this is this is like the the mid seventies. My grandfather would play grab ass with the waitresses, and you know they were. I guess generally cool with it. They weren't. Yeah, no, probably cool not. with it. No, no, but they well, didn't. Some of the restaurants, some of the waitresses in general. No, I think you're absolutely yeah, right. I don't think they were. But cool the point being, it, but... like, there's there is no way I would do that, and partially because you know my mother taught me to be respectful towards mm -hmm. women, but also because I live in the real world and. And whether you're talking about flying a Confederate flag or, or playing grab ass with a waitress, things that your granddaddy did, not okay for you to do. Different times, we we have we have grown, ideally as as people, we have become more enlightened. Uh, in theory, in theory, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. there's still right. a lot of ignorance out there, which is why we do this show. Right. It's, well, it's a battle. That's why back. they want you. That's why they're pissed off at the Me Too movement, because the Me Too movement said, I'm not going to allow you to do what you want to do to me anymore. I'm not. You're either going to treat me as a decent human being, you know, 
you know, it, or you're going to have problems. I'm not going to just let you grab See, this and is, touch and, and just, you know, smack me on my ass. And this is going to be stuff, like the, my mouth and the, the big sort of like mini series for the sealer is after years of, of sealing up the face, face holes, fo face focusing holes. on the, uh, the nose and mouth holes, yeah. then... And we're going to talk about Afghanistan in a minute. But with the Taliban taking over, mm. you know, instead of putting women in burqas because the men can't handle themselves, the sealer has to go on a special mission to Afghanistan and seal up some eye holes. Uh, because if these guys can't handle looking at it without, well, you know, I'll, getting rapey and shit, well, we got to seal up those eye holes. I'll go even farther. Did you read about the ambassador's daughter of, uh, of, of uh, Pakistan? Mm -mm. You know, they cut her head off. Yes. I did not. Yes, it was on CNN. This is a job for the sealer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, uh, the, the guy brutally beat her. And I'm sitting there going, and, and wait a minute, he killed her in a rich neighborhood. So these are rich people in a palace at the brutally, now he was 30 years old. He brutally beat her. And then he held her down and they cut her head off. And she's an ambassador's daughter. I'm like, why? I mean, I'm as a male, and I have five sisters, nieces. I'm like these beautiful creatures. You, you, you would rather cut her head off because she wouldn't bow and kiss your ass? Because that's all this is. If mm -hmm. we want to, I mean, let's just be honest about what this whole wrapping the head up and and you know covering. This is not for her. It's for him. Obviously, it's, it's yeah, his problem. And people, I would get into these debates. I don't have a problem. Because when the woman tells me no, no me no, damn it, I don't want to go to jail. Because now you're not going to see no female unless she's a corrections officer. <laughs> you're getting ready to see, you know, you're going to see the booty bandit. That's who you're going to see. Okay, but I don't want to, you know, what, what's the problem? Really? I, really, I just, that, that thing stuck in my head. And she's beautiful. She was a beautiful girl. And Well, it's the, the lack of respect that leads to the lack of self-control. And well, it's uh, how treat women are treated, whether she was beautiful or not. That's I'm just, just saying, how women just, are treated. I mean, and just, just you took her out and you killed her and you cut. I mean, that's just brutal. You cut her head off. Hey, you know, uh, dismemberment, it's not just for journalists anymore. Well, yeah, it's, but I'm I like, mean, because they get away with it, you know, right, but this so. is Pakistan. Mm -hmm. You didn't come this far. I mean, no wonder. I mean, but then I can't go across and say anything to about India because India is just as brutal. Indian, you know, they got they have a caste system over in India, and they look down upon women and, and would rape you if they saw you wearing something sexy. So it's like, man, what is wrong with you? Then it's like, I want to come to America. No, you don't want to come here. We already got enough for our fools. We don't want any of that traditional, crazy, deep-rooted, you know, uh, stuff that you guys have. I mean, I, I don't get it. I just don't. I just think that, hey, you know, it's a woman who <laughs> wouldn't want it. Even if you don't like her, leave her alone. I don't want to see anything happen to anybody. But damn, you really got to be screwed up to, to go and chop somebody's head off. Yeah. Now, setting people on fire, that's another well, thing. Well, that's another thing. I, I, you know, Dave, now you know I believe in burning people. I do. Oh, and shit. I believe in but folks. But just just the ones who deserve it. Yes. And, I, and, you know, it's as important. I said to a guy, not too, as my, I see you burning. He said, really? Yeah, I see you burning. Yeah, I would definitely. I think that one of the first things uh -huh. I would probably go and do is buy me a... Uh, army issued uh, flamethrower. Wow. Well, and that's that's the Good thing because plan, you know you, you get on a bus with a flamethrower, people people are gonna like make a little room, which is why 
for personal protection, I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, Aquanet and Bic, Bic lighter. Yeah. You know, because oh, eighty style. Well, you know, you gotta you gotta go a little MacGyver. Yeah. I always you know, said have that, some fun that I it. would do that is because the guy was saying to me, "Well, Ty, when you make it, man, are you gonna go out and buy you a convertible Bentley, or are you gonna buy you a Porsche?" No, I'm going to go out and buy me an Army Issue flamethrower. He said, really? So I can set your ass on fire for asking me an ignorant-ass question like that. I don't care about that crap. I mean, I've been in this business this long, long, and it's not about getting a Bentley. Well, and also, I mean, we are mere months away from Halloween, and... You know, I don't anticipate uh, a lot of trick-or-treaters this year, but, you know, when, when some someone shows up at your door and asks trick-or-treat and you answer the question with a flamethrower, I, I think, you know. You know that the pedophiles have to leave their lights on. I thought come. it was uh, they had to turn them off. No, no, no. I thought you it was like basically to- like, you know, signal that. People should it, not come to this house. Yeah, well, the, 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 they have to leave their lights on. I think that either they uh, the, the something they have to do. It might be turning them off. Uh-oh, but Simon, I, yeah, you yeah, because get this info right. Right. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought leaving it on because if you if you they have a special light for them and you you know you just don't go to that particular house. But the, you know, usually it, it's off. You don't go to the house. Yeah, it's like there's no one home. We're, oh, okay. you know, yeah, maybe I got that wrong. Uh, that's, you know, again, I we got, that's a little trick or treating 101. Yeah, Put your porch light on if you're home and you got candy. Yeah. Shut it off if no one's here yeah. or there's no I have candy. To get my pedophile or you uh, informo- I have to get my pedophile information better. Yeah, you need to you need to get get back on that um yeah. get back on See, that now, email newsletter. Yeah, if, if yeah you need to resubscribe to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you worked in grown-up prison, you might know this shit, but since <laughs> Since you're working with the ones who are more likely to be victims of pedophiles yeah. than than actual, I mean, this is such still, great stuff. Isn't Ray, it? Yeah. pedophilia. <laughs> yeah. This is great, you nothing, guys. Nothing I've missed this. Nothing like a Saturday morning yeah. talking about yeah. the ills of humanity. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the ills of humanity, we are 208 days into the Biden administration, and as of today, we've got Timberney. 620,812 Americans dead from the coronavirus and 36,633,631 confirmed cases with about 197.1 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 167.7 million of them, including three in this very room who are fully vaccinated so do you think we'll hit a million by the end of the year so does that um, death toll really need to go under the biden administration opening i feel like it's a well i mean misleading. it's well i mean it's since the beginning and i you are right and we saw this week governor DeSantis in florida jesus who you know making excuses for why his state is leading the nation in coronavirus. He was like, well, Biden came into office saying he was going to lick the, you know, he was going to kill the coronavirus. And it's like, and you and other motherfuckers of your ilk refused to play along and you didn't do the work. You know, it's a, it's a team sport. And even, even Michael Jordan had to pass the ball sometimes. Oh, and, he did? Uh, occasionally. Okay. Occasionally. I missed that all, in Not Chicago, all the time. But yeah, but maybe to BJ. Every once oh. in a while, you know, it's like 
Toss it to Pippin. Right. Jordan to Pippin. Pippin for three. Yes. Amy knowing her uh, basketball. <laughs> oh, I oh, lived right. in Chicago wow. during the first three during the dynasty championships. Yeah. I lived in LA for the last three, but oh yeah, I've got some. Uh, I've got some Jordan reissues in my closet. I have a what? jersey from the nineties that I could Damn. bust. Out. I'll bust it out next time. I'll bust it out next right time. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be pretty hardcore. Like when they won, I think it was their first one. I was like down on Rush Street on my boyfriend's oh shoulders. I was a, <laughs> what? who was I? I was a young child in a different body, obviously, uh, too. But yeah, yeah, I know. Chicago, yeah, I used to be a huge, huge Bulls fan. Huge No, Bulls and fan. it was, for me, like, because I moved out here in 2000, and it was a weird transition. 21 like, years because now. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because I... I wouldn't say, you know, I, I turned into a Lakers fan when I got out here. And one of my buddies who I worked with uh, at the home office in Chicago, who was out here on business, uh, we were meeting up for drinks. And I was like, dude, just come to my apartment and then we'll we'll go out from there. And uh, NBA championships were going on. And I, I, you know, was cheering for the Lakers. And, and he was like, dude, you're a Lakers fan now? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm a Phil Jackson fan. Just like I was oh, in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. And like, I love how the man makes order out of chaos. And I, I just, I got respect for those skills. But one of the weirdest things, and certainly Chicago as a city has never lacked in violence no. from the, the early gangster days to the gangsta days of today. But like, when the Bulls had the dynasty going mm. and they would win, you would see like people going nuts in the street, but no one was burning shit up. Right. Like like when the Lakers would win a championship game here in LA. That that took a little getting used to. Yeah. You know, it was it like okay, like uh, sports victory rioting and good restaurants and strip malls. Anything else I need to know about LA that I, I would just go like, nah, that ain't real. Mm. Oh, car chases. Everyone stops for car chases oh, when they're I on still TV. Get sucked into those too. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Well, you because can't help it. They don't the go ending. off. They, I mean, they keep yeah, going. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, but you know, it's like, how's this one gonna end? It's like no it one watches NASCAR. Way, well, sometimes, much, yeah, sometimes yeah. you know, you're gonna get a little more uh, bang bang shoot him up you know or you're gonna get some dude stunting i remember there were there were some guys that were like doing donuts in the middle of the 101 a few years ago after like yeah they they yeah they were being followed but this was after oj and after enough uh cops had like killed innocent bystanders during car chases that yeah, the protocols in la switched like no no follow from Just a safe back. distance yeah. we got helicopters no need to bum rush the suspect. Mm -hmm. And so these guys, they knew they were caught. And it, it was like a rainy day. They, they had stolen a convertible. I don't know if you remember this. It was like a, it was a blue convertible. And they're in the middle of the 101 doing donuts and shit. Oh, and, wow. you know, it's like guys like sitting up on top of the seas like world star. And it was, I mean, it was somewhat glorious. That's a, but that's, that's, a that's the stuff. That's yeah, finish. that's the that's stuff you watch finish. the car, the car chases for. It's like no one's watching NASCAR to see a bunch of rednecks driving circles five hundred times. You're you're tuning in for the wrecks, yeah. and I think with L.A. Like car the, chases, like it's the like the cop uh, who um, do you remember the earthquake? And then and the cop that went off the that that when the, the oh the, in, uh, in the San Francisco well no 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 right here in San Fernando oh no 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 the, remember the freeway fell 
This was the '94, the Northridge. Yeah, yeah, the Northridge Creek. And yeah, the I was still, fell. I was still in Missouri. And he wasn't even back he went in Chicago. Off of, he went off. Oh shit! Airborne early in the morning. He was just driving his motorcycle, <laughs> oh. and he wow. airborne out. Can you imagine? Cop naked? Did he? <laughs> no. Oh, he died. Yeah. Yeah, oh. he didn't make that. Yeah, well, because yeah. You, I mean, you, know. <laughs> you never know. I no. Mean, yeah. yeah, but I mean, you maybe in a car. I mean, he's doing ninety like. miles an hour. He's flying on the you know, freeway on your way to work. Earthquake hits. <laughs> Shoot! You never think about it. like, what was this? You know what his last thoughts were? Yeah. Wee! Oh shit! That that too. <laughs> like you would just be like, did that? Did the freeway just fall? Like yeah. what? Because he didn't know what happened. He didn't know what happened. No, you gotta he had no that's idea. like a real wily e. coyote moment. Like yeah. you know where you're running and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, wasn't there ground very underneath wily me? Coyote moment. Yeah. <laughs> Did he even like have a little sign that said "Yipes" that he held up? I, I was I was going to tell you, see that you brought up cartoons. <laughs> you know, Robin's bisexual now, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's uh, it was it's Jason Todd, I think, because there have been several Robins throughout the years. Yeah, and I it's God, it's been so long, but I remember in the nineties uh, there was Tim Drake and Jason Todd, and I forget which one is the one everyone hated. I don't and know. I think it was Jason Todd. I never so, knew that he was. I mean, I didn't know they were going to do that. And I said, oh, my God, the right is going to go crazy when they find out that Robin is bisexual now. See, I thought he was gay. He's just bi, but whatever. Live but, your life, Robin. Well, they see, but they don't want him to be full gay. He has to be <laughs> half gay. Oh my. Yeah, yeah, because if he goes full gay, they're really going to go crazy because he's not, you know. And I was I was sitting there going, oh, my God, this is just going to, because, you know, they were pissed off about Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> they really made a big deal out of Mr. Potato Head. I think he's they, they well, did, just just Potato Head now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I it just on and on. Yeah, well, you, and you know what the like cracked me up about that whole thing is the difference between Mr. Potato Head and Mrs. Potato Head was the the eyes and the lips. And I guess the hat, was you it know, the but hat or the, I don't well, because the the Mrs. Potato Head had eyelashes yeah. on oh, her lips okay. and, or on on her eyes. Uh, that, <laughs> that's where the eyelashes go usually. Thank you. I'm a doctor, uh, but I, I think she had more of like the you know kissy kind of lips. Whereas, I think you know, the biggest like, problem is that we tried to assign gender to vegetables. Well, this is yes, this is this is the thing. It's it's like if you're sticking an eggplant or a peach on them, then yeah, you may you may What's the peach? like an ass. The peach is an ass. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, we're teaching time in so much. I know. Yeah. We can. Yeah. Have I just had a peach text. yesterday. I didn't know this I was is eating an educational ass. show. I, just, I had well, a peach yesterday. <laughs> Thank you. And now I know yeah. that I, I'm I had a ass. grapefruit a couple of weeks ago that tasted like ass, but oh. uh, different thing altogether. <laughs> Why do you hate yourself? Grapefruit sucks. Oh, I love grapefruit. Whoa. No, dude. I so I I mean not really anymore because I generally don't drink and. If, it's like you're on some weird 80s Scarsdale diet or something. Well, no, but I went through like a, a phase uh, for a while where I was drinking Greyhounds all the time. Oh, vodka, okay. Grapefruit. Okay, yeah, yeah. And if you, if you go full salty dog, you know, and you do a salt rim on the glass, oh. because with citrus, the salt makes it sweeter. It enhances it's, it. Yeah. yeah, salt brings out the... The sweetness. Yeah. So, you guys are scientists. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, salt brings out like whatever it flavors, salt like enhances it. I gave up salt for the month of August. Oh. And so I, you're doing I Mrs. Dash? Doing... No, I'm doing some Tony's. It has salt in it, but I'm just, 
I just stop adding salt to anything that okay. I would. And wasn't well, Mrs. Dash Mrs. just MSG with a few other uh, oh, spices shit. rolled in there? No, uh, Mrs. Dash has nothing. I didn't. Huh. I didn't think it was. No, well, no, because no, I know. Do you remember accent? Uh, like yeah, yeah, in the seventies yeah, and eighties, yeah, yeah, the, the meat tenderizer. Right. It, that was just MSG in a can. Right. I mean, literally, you know, and mm. and it is a, it is a flavor enhancer. Mm. I'm a big fan of peaches. Are really good right now. I like yeah. the peach, but I'm, yeah, I don't mean is. to dish your grapefruit. I'm just no, like, no, no, no. It's, I don't take I it personally. Asked, it's not like though. I have Thank a you for sharing. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I yeah, if, wow. if, yeah. So you uh, could someone texts you a peach. My misses your peach. Oh shit! You could send that to someone. No, I could get me, that could get me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> right? No, someone that you wanted to send that message to. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like you know. Not just anybody. Although, if yeah. you know, if like me, you're you're getting a lot of text messages uh, for Michelle from people who want to buy her house in Costa Mesa. Oh man. Um, then yeah, you can totally text them. Uh, you know. So if you text my my eggplant wants your peach, that that's so so what? Basically, is, anytime you reference and use the emoji eggplant or peach via text or you know whatever, you're referring to body parts, not oh, the actual wow. fruits yeah, and vegetables. Yeah. Well, it's you know knowledge is power. Yeah, the more you know, yeah. now you know. Yeah, you know? Yeah. and knowing is half the battle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, not the eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. so <laughs> it's you know it is educational. Although uh, let's let's talk about shit people don't learn because all right, we pulled out of Afghanistan right. this hmm. week, and that was something that. You know, I it, for me mixed feelings because we shouldn't have been there in the first place. Exactly. But there are going to be huge repercussions exactly. uh, for the Afghani people, which we pretended that we cared about when we actually never really did. Well, Watch out. But, you're going to get in trouble. And so this is this is why the segue about not learning. We we have been there for 20 years, and ostensibly a big part of that was supposed to be teaching the Afghan army to fight mm -hmm. and it feels like you know one of those old like kung fu movie cliches i taught you everything you know but i didn't teach you everything i know right. and it, it's like well is, is that what we did we taught the afghani mm -hmm. army everything they know which it turns out isn't fucking much and this is another thing like and we don't have a lot of moments of american pride so to speak God, on no. this show or but, in general well I mean, there are people, and occasionally it is merited. But I got to say, looking at how quickly Afghanistan is falling to the Taliban this week. What does that I, tell you? Well, in comparison to America, where we were teetering on the edge for four years and still teetering, never went fully over. So that that gives me a little bit of pride that even though there are a shitload of stupid people in our midst, we are still smart enough on some base Darwinian survival level to not go over the brink. Mm -hmm. And they, they had lots of opportunities. They're still trying, you know, with voter suppression laws and this crap that's happening in Texas. Mm -hmm. America, you know, weakened, well, but still here still for now a democracy uh, i will say um afghanistan 
the reason why it's fallen so quickly is because they never did believe in what we had. You had some people who wanted what we had. They wanted a part of it. But you had those people. Have, you got to figure. You know I mean, they've never lost a war. They kick Russia's ass. They told mm-hmm. we will outlast you. Okay. They. I mean, the only if it wasn't for the opium and the heroin that's coming out of that fucking thing and the oil that they're getting out of it because they told you we're going, you know, after the Iraq and mass destruction and all this other crap that they were trying because they were looking for resources and minerals and everything. Same way they're doing in Africa. But their people never bought into America. Well, but I think it's also their government. You know, the the non-Taliban, American-supported government was always so corrupt from well, the get-go. Corrupt everybody. And, right, right. But I mean, it's you know, it's kind of one of those things. We gave them the the opportunity for freedom, and the ruling class said, great, we are going to take this freedom and use it to exploit the fuck out of our people. Right. And it's not necessarily that the, the people didn't buy into America and the Western-style democracy so much as the way it was presented over there was by people who represented the worst of American government. But we went and found them. Just like we set up, if you look at Haiti and wonder why Haiti is the way it is, we did that. We put Papa Doc in, in there and watched him kill his people. We did the same thing in, in the that, Dominican Republic. We did the same thing in Cuba. We were behind. We didn't want Castro. We wanted Che Guevara because Che was way more dangerous than, 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 than anyone. You know, we've had Castro on the payroll. We've had, we we, we killed P- Patrice Lumumba and we gave them Mumbutu, you know, which Mumbutu was the enemy. And what did Nixon and those guys do? They put him in there because the Congo had so many minerals and there's so much American interest there that he had to go. You can't have, although Kennedy loved Patrice Lumumba, but they didn't want any peace. And so we've backed all these things. We set this shit up. And we knew it was going to eventually fail. We eventually pulled out. Why did Osama bin Laden hate, I asked? Because we pulled out and left him hanging. And he said, okay, we're going to get you. You know, everybody knew. We kept uh, Iraq rolling. We backed all these people. We always have. Brits, same way. Germans, they're all involved. Everybody's getting their cut. And the people are the last one to, to, to fall behind this stuff. I don't think that they ever knew. And like Biden is saying right now, look, time to go. You got to learn how to take care of yourself. And a lot of those people still want, they didn't really buy into the American dream and all this American whatever. Yeah, I'm sure they wanted their daughters to learn. Some of them wanted, but a lot of those, those, their shit's on the books for thousands of years about the way that they think. They don't think like us. Well, you know, if you look at even just in pop culture, you know, the modern history (laughs) of Afghanistan. For for a lot of people, like seeing Rambo 3 when John Rambo is fighting alongside the Taliban and the Mujahideen because common enemy was the Russians. But, you know, we're America. We don't learn. So, no. you know, much like the Princess Bride, and you know, never involve yourself in a, a land war in Asia. Afghanistan, like you were saying, unwinnable. Between, between the terrain and the people. Yeah. There is no way you can win there. The best you can do is minimize the damages. Now, here's here's one question that, you know, obviously and fortunately we can only speak about this in hypotheticals, but if for whatever reason, you know, a successful coup or just 
sheer dumb luck of, of idiot Americans or the Electoral College not going the way of the people for a change. If Trump were in office currently, do you think, and yeah, McLaughlin group, hypothetical, but would we be nuking Afghanistan? <laughs> Just speaking of, you know, it is, no, it is victory in Japan day. It seems to be like if you are going to quote unquote win a war in Afghanistan, complete decimation would be the only way to do it. Well, but no, he was getting, remember, General Milley stopped him from bombing Iran. This idiot was about, I don't think he would have messed with, I think he was, his, if he was in office, he was thinking about setting this up. And Milley said, dude, are you fucking high? You can't go in and bomb Iran. I mean, and that's the problem when you, when we start getting these TV hosts and all these guys who are smelling their own shit, thinking it smells like roses, and they can just go in and, and take over. And look, I'm the president. and I'm the, You're making a joke out of it. You don't have, you don't listen to, he didn't listen to any of his generals. He didn't listen to any of the people well, around him. He knows him. more than the generals. Yeah, I'm smarter than blah, blah, <laughs> oh, blah. God, I'm, that's I'm, right. I'm, oh, my Jesus God. Christ. That's like, you know. I, I can imagine if my mom was alive and doing Trump, my mother would be glued to that TV and screaming and yelling like she did at the damn store. See, boy, that's the way them white folks do, because white folks be doing it that month, and that racist some bitch, blah, blah. I can hear my mother right now just going <laughs> she crazy. She would have been accurate. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and just having this guy do this thing, and, and people are pissed right now. You know, you, you know, well, isn't it, what's it, the 13th? 14th? 14th. Thir 14th. Yeah, yesterday was Friday the 13th. Yeah, was yesterday was supposed to be reinstatement day. Yeah. Oh, wow. People yeah. still, your people are still, they're waiting for that, oh huh? I, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, what I'm waiting me. for is like the, what, what's the excuse going to be and what's what's the new date now? Yeah, I really thought it was the last one. No, yeah, no my so. sister called me and she said, Tommy, wake up. I said, what's wrong with him? What's going on? She said, Trump's supposed to be in office today. I said, oh, shit. God damn it, Hannah. You woke me up for that. You know, I hope you didn't believe that. I know you live in Florida, but I know they're not that. She said, I, I know. She, but you never know, Ty. These people down here are crazy. They believe this shit. You know, she doesn't talk to women in her church. She said, I ate that woman's cookies. I can't believe I ate her cookies. And that woman believes in Trump. And, Do we need and, to go rescue her? She well, I was going to say, what, what's the emoji is uh, eat for eating someone's cookies? Is that, <laughs> I, is that, I don't know. I don't know, but I was sitting is there going, you know, she's battling this woman. And well, I don't want a vaccine. And, she, you know, Biden's trying to control us and he's taking my freedom. Yeah. I said, Hannah, does she wear a mask? No time she doesn't. Yes, I didn't she think she got the vaccine. I said, why are you talking to her? You should be carrying a can of pepper spray. She gets too close, spray her ass. Or a can I of Flex Seal. Right here. Thanks. Well, I, 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 I mean, I could. Back. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a thing of pepper spray. I yeah. literally have not left home without it. I've never sprayed anybody Me in neither. 30 years at my job. Oh. Never, that's where I get it from. I get it from my oh, job. Oh, yeah. Never had to use it. Yeah. Again, Aquanet and a Bic lighter. Yeah. That's. Well, I was more, you know, I was more of, I was a um, kind of a. Um, Lighter fluid and flick the flick the match. See that that too, but I, yeah. I like the the projection, the distance because, yeah. and that's that's the problem with pepper spray, is like if I just wanted to, for instance, pepper spray you, Amy's gonna get it and I'm gonna get it because right. that shit is in the air, it circulates. I've like a couple incidents in different cities, just you know, lucky me, where someone sprayed. Well, one was pepper spray outside of a bar. And that shit like flowed right in through the front door and everyone yeah. had to evacuate the bar. Yeah. Uh, and then that was back in Missouri. 
And then uh, once in Chicago, I was I was at the Cubby Bear and mm, yeah. uh, seeing a couple of the guys from the Wonder Stuff. They were doing like a acoustic tour and someone sprayed uh, some mace oh, shit. outside and started coming in. So like half of the people evacuated out of the front door. A few of us, I was with uh, my buddy Jay. He was like... Don't don't go that way. Go this way, and so we wound up hanging uh, backstage with the band and a few other people that were like, "I'm going backstage." Um, it was bad. Yeah, I had it. I think it was Mace at uh, remember that Dragonfly Club. Oh God, in Santa yeah, Monica? yeah. We were there one night, and we someone sprayed it. I don't know if it was Mace or Pepper Spray. Jesus. And then the security guard wouldn't let us out because you know you're trying to enter. We're trying to exit the front, and he really was exit the back. We're like, no, no, well, no. Didn't the back just go to the patio? area um some people did but the back was so crowded to get out that we were closer to the front but he wouldn't let us go out the front and then eventually he did but yeah, yeah fuck that noise but uh the yeah, point being nasty. like uh, a flamethrower be it army Whoa. issue or aquanet and a bic you can you can do more precision targeting with that than you can with uh aerosol and hands. yeah but I, I, i'm actually bic, dave so. i'm actually getting a um um stun gun no no, no a, a uh you know, the, you know the nail guns? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm getting it designed to where I can shoot. Oh, Instead nice. of shooting you with a bullet, I can actually shoot you from 26 feet with a nail. Yeah, was it, uh, I think it was Lethal Weapon 1 where uh, Danny Glover, you but, know, is like stalking the, the, the criminals that, well, they're stalking him in his house, right. which is under construction. Ooh. And uh, nail gun, pachow, pachow, pachow. But, no, equalizer. That's right, where he ends up shooting the guy and he says, Who are you? Pow! <laughs> yeah, shooting with it. Works perfectly. Wow. Yeah, you don't have to buy a, you know, and I think if you can get it put in like a miniature, because no one would ever even think to get shot with a nail gun with like 2,500 PSI on it, just with that kind of pressure. Well, and didn't he do it in Home Alone? Didn't he have a nail gun in Home Alone? I think so. Yeah. And it's they're pretty accurate, too. Pretty yeah. accurate. You know, I think is that way you leave them in pain. You can sit on the bus, someone bothers you, pshaw, right in the foot. Nothing. <laughs> you can stay in your seat for a while. <laughs> so, just a thought. Okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been carrying it for, there's a guy who was harassing me like a year and a half ago. You so. had a harasser? Yeah, yeah, I got a harasser. Who's the other threatener? Really? Yeah. Why? Was he buddy? Um, You know, I ran into him out. Um, you wanted to date you? He asked me about going to protests, and so because uh, I had a, my sign with me, and oh, so he asked me about that, and I thought he was actually interested in that. And um, he's like, "Yeah, maybe I'll meet you guys at one." I was like, "Oh, okay." And no, he was not interested in that. So I made the mistake of giving him my real phone number, oh, thinking that he was actually—it was also during the pandemic—and so I forgot. Oh wait, I'm still a woman in the world. I forgot yeah. what that yeah. was like. So then he, yeah, he started threatening me. He would actually see me in at the coffee bean in my neighborhood and text me that he saw me there, and I was actually in there, which was kind of frightening you know and he's, hey, i just saw you walking down hauser and i was like i was literally just walking down hauser and then i rebuffed all of his advances like that and then he um then he just went nasty he went like horrible said a bunch of horrible things via text to me which is you know not enjoyable but whatever wow. and they started threatening me if he saw me out there he'd fuck me up bitch and all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. yep and then he started um sending uh dick pics Oh, and then he started texting me from another number and stuff. And so, yeah, there was a there was a whole complaint that I filed. And the detectives had to look into the case. I had to go do a digital lineup 
where I look at um, people on the cop's iPad outside, mm-hmm. outside of the police station and stuff. And yeah, they had sent it off to the um, city's attorney's office to determine if they were going to press charges. And I think because allegedly he worked at a school and he was doing that kind of stuff that ah. they were going to. Um, I hope they got here. it. They I hope it? so. Um, I don't know actually where it landed, to be oh. honest. I don't know where it landed. I know that if they needed me, I feel like... If they wanted me for it, they were gonna. The city attorney's office would contact me, and I was never contacted by them. So I had followed up with the detective, which was its own other separate fun experience because yeah. they had to come to my, you know, come to my home to take the thing, and they're like, "Well, what was happening?" And I'm basically I had to law tell like, yeah, like a law and order, right? But I'm also telling cops that I'm walking around with my Black Lives Matter sign too. Oh, you okay. know, because they're like, "What were you doing?" I was like, "I was walking in the neighborhood with my sign." Like, what'd your sign say? I'm like, "Black Lives Matter." Like, oh, you were coming from a protest? Okay, yeah, I was coming from a protest. And explaining it to the to the cops and the detectives. But, you know, he wasn't going to lie about it, you know. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, that was... Uh, well, they um, also, they took an oath. So they can't, they can't say anything. They, they took an oath. But they can't say anything, but they can also remain inactive. You know, just... Uh, well, the thing... We're very yeah. busy. Yeah, yeah, but that's why it was interesting that it moved forward. It was because I actually knew someone who had... Because I, I got the phone numbers from the guy who was today, and I sent it off to a friend of mine who has a background investigation company, and he was able to, you know, pretty simply track down who it was. So I provided the cops with all of the information. Mm. Therefore, they thought I knew someone within the cop right. world. That's why they paid attention Smart. to it. Uh-huh. I didn't realize at the time, but on looking back, I was like, oh, because the guy was like, and how did you get this information? And I was like, oh, well, I. You I know, got a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy in Louisiana who runs backgrounds, and he did it for me for free. I offered to pay, and he did it for free and gave me all the guy's info. I printed out all the text messages. I printed out the thing from Facebook. I literally handed them a file. Well, I think, honestly, you know? it's it's the one-two punch of, A, the guy works at a school, yeah, and B, you already did like 90% of the work. Yeah. And, so. yeah. and also, his ego was hurt, because a lot of these guys in law enforcement you know, get butt hurt when you know just as much as them, or if not more. So you had info that they didn't have. A lot of times, you know, they get bothered by stuff like. Because my thing is, why would I care where you got the info from? Did you do this? Yeah, did you know someone? Yeah. Okay, cool, good. Thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you do have to do due diligence, like just to make sure, like, okay, yeah, this is all legit. Good job, yeah. citizen. You know. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I mean, because, I did all. If you the... want me to remember, you're always asking me for information. Remember how they said, "Oh, we like for the, the public to to talk to us and share." Okay, well, I'm sharing. I went. I had a friend. Did the information. Here we go. Yeah, and I think they thought I actually had a friend in the cop in the uh-huh. LAPD and was like, you know, I think that's, and also I think perhaps that I was a white lady going into them complaining about this or whatever. But I had done all of the work, you know. Yeah. And well, you um, were in a Karen. You came to them with a legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know? And I was like, here's all the printouts. Here's everything he's done and said and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, ever since then, and because I still see him sometimes, occasionally. Oh, you still see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like he must reside or work in my neighborhood i haven't seen him in probably a good over six months but oh yeah the pandemic has been good for something yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah but last time i did oh yeah he said a bunch of stuff to me as he passed me and of course my heart's racing and i've got my you know finger on the pepper spray trigger yep it's ready to go at any moment yeah he should be a he he should know to stay the hell away from you he should he should i I just i don't think he's a school teacher no i don't think he's a teacher no he's not definitely not a teacher he was just working at a school Oh, oh! But, so see, that's another thing. 
here you are, you 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 know, you're bothering people, yet you work at a school. Exactly. Well, mm-hmm. and also the fact that evidently, which I didn't know this, once he ended up sending the dick pics that I want to say were not even his, then it was supposed to be handled by um, sex crimes. Sex crimes. Because then yeah. it changes, and the cop the detective's like, "Well, you're supposed to call sex crimes when that happens." I was like, "Sorry, I don't know the rules. Sorry, I don't know about this." He goes, "Well, that's." He goes, "Now that he sent that, that opens a whole new case, and it takes it to another thing." And I was like. Okay. I'm like, I don't know. You know, sorry. It's my first go around with it. Just get the fool. All I want is for you to get this idiot off the street. I mean, they were pretty responsive. They would respond to my emails and calls and stuff. But I literally think they thought I knew someone within LAPD. And that's why. Yeah. I always say, Dave, freedom ain't for everybody. My sister gets pissed at me all the time. I said, freedom ain't for everybody. Because you're you're free to be an idiot. This guy took the time to harass you. It's like, dude, don't you have anything to do with your life? You know, go for a walk, go to the park, you know, learn a new craft, a new hobby. No, I think he was all about like, you know, threatening and power. Yeah. I don't get that either. Yeah. People, have you ever had a conversation with with folks that are, you you did see the guy that that killed his children, the QAnon dude. Yeah. Which blew me away. Went, yeah. He went down to Mexico to do it. So at least the kids had a little vacation before uh, getting <laughs> murdered by their father. Horrifying. You know, it's, he, it's funny. They just got married. They just got married. Not no, too no, long. no, no. They've been married. They just had a kid. Like, oh, okay. he, he killed, I think, uh, three and five year old and had like a less than a year old infant at home with the wife. So, yeah, so fortunate, and fortunate and for if her. You, if you see a picture of him, it's like, okay, where did this go wrong? Okay, because this, I mean, here you are. You married this dude, right? Everything's good. We got the children, blah, blah, blah. And something in QAnon told you to kill your kid? How far are you? You know, you know what, though? I mean, like, because this was, I think, the fifth murder uh, that made it to the news anyway by someone who was involved in QAnon for, for Q purposes. And I was, I, I, we were talking a bit before the show. I was working downtown this week. And, uh, you know, had a, had a bit of downtime and so spent a good chunk of it, like, outside on the sidewalk, you know, having a cigarette talking with people from productions that were coming by and in maybe 30 minutes over over the span of a half hour i saw five dogs like piss on the exact same spot on a building and i realized at that moment this is where the QAnon people must get the uh, where we go one we go all <laughs> Oh shit! Um, and it's really, I think, the same effect. Whether it's an actual dog urinating on a structure, or whether you're a QAnon person, you are you are soiling something that means something to someone else. I, I only went and after, you all do it together. I was only going to join a church cult because I was chasing this girl. That was it. <laughs> she was so bad. Like, See, there there are things yeah, and, that yeah, there yeah. are warning signs. Right. Like it's you, you're not a bull with a. When you see the red flag, don't rush towards it. Right, but it, it go, wasn't until the, the guy way. who who was growing. When you meet a dude who can grow hair in the center part of his hand, that's the guy you don't want trying to recruit <laughs> you into a cult. Because I was sleep one day and I worked like four or five sixteen hour days at my job, and this guy said, "Hey, bro, the Lord needs you." I look, man, I, I'm really, really tired. Please don't call me again because I've worked four, five, sixteen. No, you don't understand. You don't get it, do you? I said, no. He said, I used to be a rapist, but now I have found God. 
Oh, great. I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> what, recruited. What did you do with them when you found them? Because I'm a little worried. I'm, I'm like, I'm being rapist rec- have your number? Because, the, you know, I was, like I said, I was trying to join the church cult to get to the chick. And they, oh. I gave him my number because I was like, she's oh. like, oh, yeah, Ty, we're going to get together and everything. And I was like, yeah, we are. Yeah. So real quick, just for, for both of you, uh, Google Voice. It's it's like a free phone number. Oh yeah, and yeah. you get the text. You get yeah, and that's the number you give out to yeah. everybody. Oh yeah, like I went. You, I you keep your Google regular. This, after this that. is before. Yeah. This is this is. I'm like, just yeah. saying, like future, before like, you know, Google. Yeah, yeah. yeah but now, oh yeah. Now there are ways to avoid this where you don't have to give someone a fake phone number, right? But you can give them one that is like highly restricted, and. If you if you even want to make them feel special, you, can, you know I don't give this number to everybody. <laughs> I, I when I told someone I gave him the real number, I'm like, I actually gave you my real number. He goes, Oh, you don't normally? I'm like, No, not after that. <laughs> I literally had completely forgot about that. One time in Chicago, I gave out Empire's number as my number. I mean, I'm sure a lot. You know of people what sucks though? That. I mean, like because it's they've gone national now. Yeah, yeah. So like used to be in Chicago. Yeah. If, if you told someone, Oh, yeah. my number, uh, five eight eight two three hundred. Yeah. Nine out of ten times you were going to get caught. Yeah. But if you use that anywhere else in the states, you were fine. And then Empire went national that and changed the ruined game. everything. Changed Another the one, game. well, because you didn't grow up in Chicago, so these these were probably off uh, by the time you got there. And I think it was a carpet cleaning service, but uh, another just phone number from like Chicago nineteen oh. seventies TV ads. Uh, Hudson two three seven hundred. I mean, that one goes back so far. Oh. They even it was when the prefix of a phone number, oh, they would yeah. still incorporate the letters. Uh, my town that I grew up in in Iowa was so small that how small is it? What it was so small it was like a giant office. We didn't have to it. use the prefix. <laughs> I, I, I could just Iowa. dial six two three four three from my wow. friend's home and get to my own home. Wow. It wasn't until college when they. Started like, well, you got to dial the 886 now. But yeah, my entire growing up all through, like, I would just call my friends that all had, like, you know, your landlines and you would just dial six and then their four digit number because everyone had the same prefix. Wow. I grew up in a giant office, you guys. That's basically what that is. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are the snacks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corny. Mm, oh, too much. Too much. Too yeah. much. I flew yeah. into a little small, the, a small plane that they to go into Iowa. Obviously, you you did better than Buddy Holly. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> I mean, that's well. A I mean, solid time is talking to us today. Solid reference, though. It's a Thank solid you very much. reference, David You're Robinson. Burn for that one. You're the yeah. doctor for a reason. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, there's a lot of knowledge up in there. And occasionally, it flies out yep. of my mouth. Yep. I remember when I was working at the Playboy Mansion. And, a lot uh, of information is, just flies. How many when, Playboy Mansion reps drops if he had today? He dropped a lot of there Playboy. Were a couple. Well, yeah. you know, it's, it was a uh, do yeah. tell, do tell. But it was uh, back when I was working there, and so Hef had his seven girlfriends, and I think they were going to Con, uh, the the film Con fest, not one. James Con. He mm-hmm. would usually come there. Oh sure. Um, no, he was a regular at the parties. Yeah, oh, it was okay. Jimmy Con, great guy. But was it was it Maya who? Uh, was in a plane crash and they figured out it was like oh because like too much luggage Aaliyah, uh, thank you so like the the girls were like you know coming into the office like talking to there was one woman in the office who generally like dealt with the girlfriends and and everything and and they were like oh my god like what do we what do we pack and and 
she was like, yeah, well, you don't, you know, I mean, it's, it's a trip. You're going to a film fest. You, you definitely want to bring some nice stuff, but you know, you're going to be spending time on a yacht. So bikinis, and you, the key is you don't want to overpack. And I turned, and I'm like, yeah, remember Aaliyah. And no, you didn't. I, I did because that's what I do. And in that office, so many of my jokes and references went over the heads of people who were even older than me. So I felt fairly safe there. Like it, it wasn't anything that would be perceived as hurtful. Uh, it would just be, there's, there's Dave saying his weird shit again. Shit. But that one got everyone in the office <laughs> looking at me like, you do not say stuff like that. No. Like, really? We don't? No, not about Aaliyah. But hey, Holly, well, yeah, but Aaliyah, no. You're not going to get a sign that says free R. Kelly, are you? Uh, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> okay. no. Even... Even free, it's not worth the price. No, uh, no. Yeah. I did wear a uh, fake wedding ring to an R. Kelly concert once, though. I do think it served me well. Oh. Yeah, I went to an R. Kelly concert. If that's not a weird thing, yeah. uh, that's bumping ground. Bumping ground with Don Imus's daughter. No shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What a weird drop. You drop really? name. You drop your Playboy. I drop. I wonder what she thought when her daddy win. said uh, the nappy. The, what's he said? Nappy headed hose. Na- nappy headed hose. Basketball what team. She probably agreed with him. Yeah. <laughs> Just a hunch. Wow. Yeah. Just a hunch on that. Wow. All right. Yeah. You hung out with Donna. No, I did not. I did some weird comedy with his weird daughter, and then we ended up at a concert together. Oh, you ended up at a concert together. Okay. Well, we planned it, and I was the fool that drove down there for it. But um, yeah, I wore a fake wedding ring because I thought that would be the Do smarter women carry route. Fake wedding rings? I didn't know they did that. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's- yeah. yeah, and and dudes do too. Like men that like are in sales, they'll wear a fake wedding ring because they appear uh, a safer. More, yeah, yeah, totally. It's like I a thought, thing. No, I thought when you wear the ring that it attracts more people. To you. Well, um, it, technically, it does. Oh, technically, it's, but you you can be like, oh no, I'm married. Yeah. Yeah, because well, you know, cause most, well, she was married. Now it's just like, yeah, let's it's kind of like it's kind of like COVID. It's weird. Like wearing wearing a ring should send the sign Shit. that. I am I am already involved in a relationship that was serious enough to involve lifetime jewelry. So do not fuck with me. Thank you very much. But in reality, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, hey, you know, here's here's someone who'd be in with no strings attached uh, fling. Right. I dated a girl years ago. It was like serious relationship. And she went between here and New York. And so she got us rings because she figured like, oh, that's going to that's going to keep women away from you. And yeah, I mean, like up to that point, I had generally just relied on my personality to keep women. away. (laughs) Um, And that was doing a great job. of it. Eventually it does. It's like every once in a while you get a girl who's like, oh, that that looks like something nice. And then, you know, five minutes later, boy, howdy, was I wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, um. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's not just the the poorly timed Buddy Holly references. It's, <laughs> I say a lot of shit that makes people like well second guess. Thank you. Well, well yeah, but again, consider the room. Right. You know, right, it's like right. room full of comedians. Right. You can get away with that. You didn't shit. do the anteater or anything that ran them away. No, no. I mean, and a lot of times it's and it's not necessarily like a setting up like a conscious like I'm going to test your sense of humor now, and if right. we are on the same wavelength, it's just me being stupid and the shit that falls out of my head there was this is like years ago uh when the coach and horses was still open 
And if you had never been there, it was like this great little, it was, I would put it in the classification of kind of like upscale dive. Cause it wasn't like a really gnarly dive bar. It was on yeah, sunset, sunset like in the right? Samuel yeah, French building yeah. across from yep. uh, the Kinko's and what was then an all American burger, uh, but is now a Chipotle. Mm. It was like right over there, but windowless, great jukebox, like the bar staff, fucking awesome. Kind of sucked to go there on weekends because get crowded, but week weeknights, amazing neighborhood bar. And we were in there uh, when you're on Christmas, and I was there with a couple buddies of mine. My friend Jeff ran into these folks that he knew, and they were with uh, some other like friends of theirs. And there's this woman who was wearing a T-shirt with like a, a diagram of a molecule on it. And so, you know, it was one of those, like, not going up to someone in a bar to chat them up, but it's like you're in a group of people where, like, your friends know someone and their friends know that person. So they're all talking and you're just sort of standing there awkwardly with someone else that you don't really know and you're both kind of looking on. So... You know, I'm like, oh, well, let's start our own conversation here. And uh, I go, well, what's uh, what's your molecule? And and she was like, what? I'm like, on, on your shirt, there's a design of a, a molecule. There's a diagram. What, what's your molecule? She's like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I get it now. Uh, well, I thought it was caffeine, but uh, this guy at the bar was was trying to tell me that it's cocaine. So do you, do you know the difference between caffeine and cocaine <laughs> and me being me? I said, uh, no one's ever offered to do caffeine off your tits uh-huh. <laughs> because I'm a charmer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, tried to recover with, uh, you can still leave the house when there's still caffeine left on the table. And it was like, there was no coming back from Imagine that. all the things but, you don't say. <laughs> well, I've gotten a little better at that over the years. But like I was saying with cigarette smoking, it's like, no, nah, you know, I have found my mutant power is I know how to get out of a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've been at those places where it's, I tell you're not speaking. No, and it's a good thing that I don't. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially if I'm drinking tequila. I don't. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tequila, tequila is the, is, I turn into detail man. I get to explain <laughs> oh. every damn thing that I do, and I will have oh. a conversation about anything i'll bring a bottle of tequila we'll have a special episode one time yeah we can yeah. discuss whatever people want to talk <laughs> oh, about no. oh no oh no it'll be an yeah. extended Maybe version we should start doing like community bar you yeah. know because when i was saying earlier that i don't really drink anymore when when you yeah. were railing on me for for enjoying grapefruit or, yeah um <laughs> yeah. but yeah i don't like you know just getting older and you oh, know, yeah. health issues and whatever so it's like now yeah, I'll I'll I still drink domestic swill. Uh, that is my oh. beer of choice because okay. it's a volume thing. But when I'm drinking hard liquor, it's like no, like I'll get good stuff. Like I, yeah, I, a yeah, good, a a sipping good, whiskey, a, a sipping good, rum, or yeah, good like, sipping rum. Or gotta, good I picked up tequila. a bottle of rum uh, at the liquor store down the street. Right. Filipino liquor? rum, uh, liquor, the liquor fountain, the liquor fountain. That's what it is. Uh, yes. Yes. But uh, yeah, got a, got a really nice bottle of rum there. But yeah, we should, uh, I think, maybe 
Yeah, we, we should maybe. do this. Yeah. Like everyone, bring a bottle. We don't yeah. have to finish. We could do it like a like a Japanese sushi bar where it's like you bring your bottle, put your name on it. We'll put it on the shelf, and yeah. it only comes down when you're here. Right. That's yeah. that's what Some you good, drink. Yeah. And I won't even charge oh, a corking fee. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! I, you know, wow. I, I make cheesecake. No corking fee. That's that's I, impressive. I like to be a good host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I happen to, I have like a lot of like leftover tequila that I just, I have, I have like four bottles of it. So mm. what kind of tequila do you like? Are they it, Anejo um, or Reposado? Well, or yeah, yeah. I, um, I actually like, uh, I actually it's, I have Don Julio, but it's, uh, it's Don Julio Blanco, but I actually like Casamigos for Casamigos. sipping tequila. It's kind of yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't do that a lot. I mean, please, if I'm going to drink now. It's like, well, do you want to drink or do you want to sleep? Which one is it? Because your body's not about to do both. Yeah. Oh, right. do you want to drink in the day then? Well, then you'll be asleep by seven, you know, which it's certainly not the same. But right. if we plan for it, we could do an adult day. Yeah. Well, and also like these days, it's, you know, living living in California has its advantages and more states uh as as time goes on. But given a choice between oh, drinking and smoking, day, it's like day. yeah. Oh just, never. You know, yeah. be it be it the oh, flower, yeah. the edible, the vape. I I will take that buzz. But oh, also 100. I mean it's a different thing and that for me is largely therapeutic. You know, we were talking uh before we started recording, we were talking about flying. And oh, yeah. I'm not like a nervous flyer. I, I have faith in in airplane technology i don't like being around that many people yeah at once so it's like thank you edibles you know it's like give me an edible hit the airport bar on the way to the flight and by the time i get on that plane no one can bother me <laughs> yeah right. yeah but yeah. you don't though you know vibe. yeah well, you're no. you're long i'll be a flower yeah. girl till the end of time before no, just cigars yeah. and and booze that's it uh-huh yeah, yeah it's, and peaches and pe- <laughs> <laughs> when uh when i but actually at i think every bar restaurant i've worked at at some point in closing you're going to have the conversation with with the rest of the wait staff or you know security or stage crew whatever it is if you had to give up weed or drinking um, but you could keep the other one which would you give up and like so many people i've worked with over the years it it was like a great internal debate like well i mean for me it was like no nope, just weed yeah i'm fine like yeah, i i totally. enjoy beers hot summer day go to a concert yeah, give me a give me a, a big old glass of a cheap American swill. Uh, it, you know, like I said, volume. The more watered um, down, the better. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it's like I know I'm gonna want to have three or four, and these days even three is like, oh, you are gonna hurt for a week, motherfucker. But even like back, you know, in the '90s when I was when I was working uh, at a, at a bar and music venue, and and I was waiting tables, but. Really easy choice. Yep. I, I can live without the booze. Yeah. I could easily give it up. Yeah. Over. It's like because. But I didn't smoke weed till my 30s. Oh, see, I so. started. I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> I I got a taste early on. And, I, mean, I started weed left. when I was, you know, younger because we were stealing my sister Yvette's um, <laughs> uh, Sesamillion. And I, and I had never, I was smoking dirt weed for so long. It never, it never hit me. But when I got hold of her joint, one of her joints, that Sesamillion. I said I went into her room and said, "Pip, what happens when your heart starts beating oh, fast and, and and your hand is disappearing in your head? Boy, you high! Oh, oh shit! And you know, my mother, you know, I'm going in and I went to dinner. Mom cooked this big spread and I'm sitting there and I'm staring at my dad and I'm like, ah, you mother. 
<laughs> my sister's like, my mother's like, boy, what's wrong with you? And so my dad looked up, why are you looking at me like that, boy? And I, and I just, before I could even think, because I feel like kicking your ass, daddy. Oh, shit. Had me cut that goddamn grass. I feel like kicking your ass. Oh, And my dad shoot. was calm. She said, all right. And so my dad looked at my mom and said, don't worry, Rose. Why is asleep? I'm going to beat him with a bat. See, my parents were, were smart, but it not as hip as, well, my mom was still pretty hip, but I remember, and this was after the first time my parents, like we were all out to dinner and it was me and my sister sitting on one side of the table, my, my mom and my dad on the other side. And my, my dad asked, well, have you kids ever, you know, smoked marijuana? And fortunately, I had a mouthful of food at the time. Oh, shoot. Um, so so I, I had a couple of seconds to, you know, and uh, again, I was a stupid kid. I mean, I was a smart kid, but when it came to stuff like this, I was I was not good under pressure. My sister was the good kid. So I have a mouthful of food. And she was like, well, once. And my parents both just looked at me like, well, we know where she got it. And I had a mouthful of, no, 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 shaking my head now. Um, but then like a few years later, uh, we were dinner at home and my dad asked, uh, well, you kids, uh, you don't smoke the reefer. And I, <laughs> I was not high at shoot. the time, but I was laughing as if I were, oh, which shoot. like, yep. made, and my dad's like, well, you're laughing. That means you have, I'm like, no, I'm laughing because nobody calls it reefer, let alone the reefer, the reefer. <laughs> uh, you know, and had I, had I been as quick then as I am now, it would have turned into a whole dinner full of blue oyster cult references mm -hmm. that like much of my life no one in the room would have gotten but i would have been having a fucking 1%, 1 blast one percent one percent gets your stuff see i sure. i refer to them as yeah, yeah three percent you know it's okay. like it's a three percenter joke like you know it's, <laughs> and then i found out like i don't remember if it was bikers or white supremacists but yeah, i think it's white supremacists yeah. bikers <laughs> yeah. uh, so i was like right on both counts <laughs> so yeah it's like uh i need to change my my one. percentage my but, mother called it pigskin Somebody's been smoking that goddamn pigskin in there, boy. <laughs> I will find out who did it. <laughs> Call weed pigskin. And my sister was a, definitely a Buddha head. She smoked just weed, everything. She had, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one one that my dad never used, but I've sort of like appropriated because he, he sort of referenced it once. Uh, and so now when I'm trying to do like father logic, you know, it's, Smells like a goddamn rope factory in here. <laughs> rope factory. Because a uh, lot of lot of rope, has, like historically and even oh. to this day, made of hemp. Oh, okay. So you know, rope it's factory. it's the non cannabinoid <laughs> hemp that they use for the rope. But yeah, it's I just that sounds like such a dad thing to That's say. Right. Smells like a goddamn rope factory in here. <laughs> do, do you know uh, Do you know Mike Miratori? Uh uh. Comedian, you know Mike. You know yeah. Mike. I, I probably told you we when we did the the uh, the gay club, it was and I went in, I felt really sick, and and Mike was in, Mike's a little Italian. He's what's wrong, Ty? Don't feel well? <laughs> I know it smells like a giant cum dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, will you shut your mouth? I was 
bent over. My stomach was killing me. And it was something about the odor in there. And I couldn't stand it. And I had to get out, you know. Was I, it the cleaning product? I have no idea. He said, well, it yeah. all smells like bleach, sort <laughs> he of. Said, yeah. He said, yeah. They're in there just going away at each other in the bathroom. I saw the little bastard just going at I was crying. I had to get out of there. He was making me laugh. Well, they have uh, those trees those that smell like cum. The cum trees in L.A. <laughs> There's trees at a certain time of year and, and, they smell and, like and, that. And, <laughs> what cum trees? They're, I'll Google it and I'll send it to you in our thread. Because there yeah, are no, some I, trains that are, there are some trees that... I, I certainly they, don't doubt, but I, yeah, it's like, you know, knowing, like, knowing yeah. Angelinos, I mean, it's like, you sure that's the trees? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wait, wait, it is. Wait a minute, and whoever here the woman say, you know, those cum trees really smell like cum. It's probably those cum trees. Yeah, all right. I I'm not going to Google it right now, but I will send you the link. But you know, it could trees. be worse. Like it could be the jacarandas because they, you know, jacarandas. no, I love them too, but they They're drop messy. shit all over yeah. your car. You yeah, know. the who? The jacarandas. You know the the Purples? trees that drop the purple, the purple flowers like oh. all over. Like oh, twice okay. a year, I think. They yeah, bloom like six months okay. apart. They're like yeah. so beautiful. Oh, totally. Smells yeah, great. They, yeah. Beautiful. But they're mad. You just don't want to park under them. Yeah. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine you guys sitting at a, sitting with your girlfriends and you guys are talking, girl, and them damn cum trees. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, there's got to be somebody. She, I feel like you don't hang out with enough female comedians to know exactly what we talk about. Because hey, you would be like. Oh, I would probably. It would be like the, the female who was the MC of the uh, open mic I did yesterday. And nothing but dudes. And it was free on balls and ass and she's oh, like oh my well, god and she's yeah. like she said i am going to be able to take so much down because she was like loving it because she was the only female and here are all these guys are talking about women and whatnot you know so it just helps her out because she's a comic well i was gonna say she just taken down names open mic dudes let's <laughs> like just say just that right put right. them on put them on notice not. like uh here for all my friends out there these are the guys you want to avoid yeah, uh, yeah. And, so, and for all the comedy bookers same list yeah <laughs> so it could be like the male version if, if it was a male mc and he had all the females who were doing all their stuff or sitting with a bunch of females, you know, which you don't see a lot of guys or one dude sitting with a bunch of females. You don't see that all the time. See, I, I think it would be, you know, when I used to produce uh, the show at Michael's in Burbank. Yeah. And this was before uh, I, I was with uh, Jim and Solange doing the coffee house show. But I always like to, you know, get a lot of variety, you know, both racial, gender, but also comedy style, you know, just, I loved, I like twice a year I would do musical comedy nights, but I would, I'd like if there's a musical comedy act that I could throw in. So that way, you know, you get your, your female comedians, your musical comedians, your, you know, regular old like dudes, be they white or whatever race. So ultimately your show, it's a little bit country. It's a little bit rock and roll. (laughs) (laughs) So worth the setup. (laughs) Did you, did you just try to do this? No, no, no. Oh, uh, I thought you were about yeah, to. Yeah, no, no. That, that was just okay. the, just the gesture. Oh, uh, shoot. Okay. There's this, this, this thing thing that guys are doing now. Well, they, don't, the, they don't clap anymore. They go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, having having worked at a bar, anyone snapping, I don't care if you're like trying to do hipster applause. No snapping oh, in bars. I don't snap, but this thing. The people yeah, used yeah, to do when, when you, they had yeah, their and it's like can of chew your in their yeah. hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You do yeah. scold, Ty? That's what they said to me in Denver. And I said, Ty, you scold? You you, you dip, homie? No, I ain't never dip. Try a little dip, Ty. Come on, oh, man. I'm having a little dip. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't ever swallow your spit. No. Yeah. No, it's like inhaling a Don't cigar. Don't ever swallow. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. 
Especially, oh, especially when one. you're under the trees. <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. We got to break it down for Ty yeah. again. Well, I think we've devolved. Uh, I feel like we've landed. Yeah, right? there's, yeah. there's uh, nothing yeah. more to discuss. Yeah. Uh, please uh, put your tray tables uh, yeah, in their original the upright right position. Now, we'd, be, uh, we'd really be spilling our guts. We'd be on a hall. We'd be on all kinds. Well, of If it was subjects. tequila, I'd be in the bathroom spilling my guts because well, yeah, very special. Right. Well, yeah, you know, no, no you hablo tequila. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, well, but, that was that's because you drink. You you guys were doing shots. This is, well, no, but also, I mean, yes, but uh, just takes one bad experience, and yeah. uh, when you're when you're expecting Jack, and it's tequila. Well, either way, you that's could have puked on that's Jack bad. Too. And then when you go to White Castle afterwards, oh my god, you ate White Castle? No, I just got into the parking lot and smelled it, and that was. Yeah, you need to open the door now. You need yeah. to. I need to get out of the car now. Uh, oh I've recovered from my college Jose Cuervo days. Yeah, back oh, when I was bartending in Chicago, I like, and I can drink margaritas or like frozen, you know. But just the smell of of straight up tequila, even if it's yeah. the good stuff. That's enough of a trigger. Yeah. When I was bartending, yeah, yeah, I, I, I was used to like last night. Yeah. It was like my arm would be like full extension and and solid. And one of the regulars at the bar uh, once asked, he's like, oh, is that like a traditional way of uh, pouring tequila? I'm like, it is when it makes you throw up. Oh, my God. You know, oh, is that why you never do shots with us? I'm like, well, that and because I'm working. But yeah, right. yeah, that would be the, the main reason. Oh. No, I just like to sip a good Anejo. Yeah, I'm good Anejo tequila. That's perfect. Yeah. It's... Don't do a lot of Blanco anymore because that was what people were doing shots with. They were mostly doing it with that. And give me chilled. Give me like yeah. a good yeah. spiced yeah. rum, a good bourbon. I, you know, a, yeah, yeah. I can. My friend Lenny and I were doing um, with some other people, and and she had these white pants on. And she had this top, and she had cleavage short, and we were doing, you know, shots of tequila. And she kept, ha ha ha, kept slapping my leg, and I said, I just grabbed her hand. And said, Look, I am on my fourth shot. Please don't slap my hand. My my dick is getting hard. And I am losing my mind while you're watching it. And I'm watching your boobs go up and down. So I'm telling you right now, stop it. You know, put her hand back. She's like, I didn't know. I said, well, I told you. I was trying to say, but I was like, I was getting faded. And I was like, looking and she's still like, ah. we dated for a little bit. And we didn't stay with each other, but you know, so it was kind of crazy. You could text her tequila eggplant emoji question mark. <laughs> no, this if you want it, we'll, we'll help you if you want to get back into that game. No, no, no. <laughs> we no, right, we, we are better friends mm-hmm. than when we were dating, that's and we a, used to work together. But we're better off as friends. That's a good. That's yeah. a good thing. That is. That yeah. is. Yeah, good thing to learn. Knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge is power. There Taking is. us back to the beginning, we have gone full Here circle. Go. Yeah. So at this point, I suppose, even though there is so much left to say, I think we're better off if I say what a pleasure it has been having you guys here with me this week. And I want to thank you. Uh, Amy, I know you said you're off the socials, but should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on in the coming days, weeks, and months? Yeah, you kind of can't. All right. Yeah. Nice. There you go. That I'm is, off social. That and it's very freeing. Yeah, it's been pretty good. So yeah, maybe I'll run into you in the world. There we go. Yep. And if if you do, be careful. <laughs> She's got pepper spray. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> or don't be an idiot. And you won't have to find out that she's got pepper spray. <laughs> Strange how that works. Hey, Jeremy Tubin is back on TV. Oh, Jeffrey Tubin? Jeffrey, yeah. The, the, the yeah, Tubin reacts Zoom, to Amy The Zoom whack-off? 
uh, Tubin reacts to uh, Amy, Amy Coney Barrett's vaccine ruling. That would have to be that Tubin. We're not the only Tubin I know of. Uh, inner Tubin. <laughs> Speaking different. of getting your nuts off, wait, oh, no, dear. oh, we weren't, no, we weren't doing that. Holy I don't. Moly. It's sitting oh. right there. It's disrespectful to not bring it up. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely understand that. And, and real quick, just like since you brought it up, and I had mentioned earlier that we were going to talk about it, and then we never did. Uh, because the opportunities to to praise uh, the the Trump Supreme Court justices comes so so rarely Uh and i do believe in positive reinforcement so when they do something good you should throw a little praise their way so amy covid barrett this week i guess she threw down the decision that indiana university can ban students who are unvaccinated saying you know what there are plenty of other places where you can go to college where they don't care if you're vaccinated so props to her Still frightened about what she could possibly do and what might happen to abortion rights, but topic for another show. Uh, so we will get into that, but uh, wanted to address that since you brought it up. Mm-hmm. And, and since you did bring it up, I should thank you for being here as well. Mr. Time and Ship, always a pleasure to have you with us. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, well, no shows, but you can catch me on my uh, website. is Time and Ship at Weebly.com. Uh, Facebook, Time and Ship at Facebook, Time and Ship at Instagram, Time and Ship at um, Twitter. And you can get my book, My E. St. Louis, which has now been turned into a sitcom, um, which I have a script for. And, nice. and uh, you can also get my CD, Universal Brother, on CD Baby and Spotify. Right on. Well, yeah. thank you for being with us today. Me, I'm Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on the socials, on the Facebook, Robinson. On the Instagram, which I am occasionally, but not usually. So, whatever. But if you do (laughs) want to find me there, I am at the Dr. Robinson. And on the Twitter, I am at Stand Up Fall Down. And if you've made it this far into the show, you probably already know, but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well. On the Facebook, all spelled out, let's be treasonable. And on the Twitter, we are at. L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you, the listener. Speaking of you, the listener, I want to thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, tell everyone you know, rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening, even the platforms where you're not, if you've got the time and inclination. If you didn't like what you heard, well, sorry to hear that. Not sure why you stuck around, but thank you for doing that. Make you a deal. You don't tell anyone. We won't tell anyone. Everyone's happy. Sounds good to you. Sounds great to me. We will be back next week in one form or another. Until then, goodbye.